you know, it is a lot when we put down that drink that was numbing us out and helping us not berate ourselves or have these old childhood thoughts. And it, it, it was our solution, right? Mm -hmm. So we put that down and we don't have the steps ingrained within us yet. And it's a very scary place to be of just your mind telling you how horrible and awful you are and how much everybody hates you. You know, before I pick up, I picked up the drink. I think fantasy was one of the ways, but I yeah. actually survived. Yes, one million percent. You know, which to take me out of the pain or potential pain of what may or may not happen, I just went to my brain and got separated from my body in essence, you know, mm -hmm. where I would just fully rely on the thoughts to comfort me, actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We disassociate. And I remember one of the games that I would play when mom was doing whatever she did with whichever guy was the flavor of the month, I would go in the bathroom and I remember taking these little Coke toppers with their little plastic edges and every one that I peeled off, I pretended was a million dollars. And I would look in the mirror and pretend how I was going to get back at all the people who thought I was a poor girl with my now millions of dollars and just live for two hours in a fantasy world in the mirror. And what that did was before I had my drink was that I was sitting there planning for two hours that my self-worth was in what other people thought about me, especially surrounding money. Wow, that's so, so powerful that, you know, so I, I like to think, think, there I go thinking again, think <laughs> that the alcoholic equation is when fill in the blank, whatever, right? Then fill in the blank, right? So it's, it's always me out of the present. So when I get a man and we get married, right. then, you know, whatever, right? And it's right. it's just like the actor waiting for the Emmy and then the Emmy, then where's the Tony? Where's the Oscar, you know? <laughs> Oscar for not supporting, but for whatever, the, you know, it's like, it's like chasing the horizon, you know? Is where the there's no there there, no there there, there is no there there, and yeah. you know I had a sponsor at one point that used to say, "I don't want the thing; I want the thing before the thing." Mm. I want the thing. Oh, good. Yeah, and so he would say, "Order the pants. I want the thing. I'm tracking the pants. Can't wait till the pants get here, and then when the pants get here." They just hang up in the closet and then he goes to the next thing. Right. right. And so it's like right. it's that salivation, that foreplay, that, you know, whatever thing before the thing where I'm like, I'm wanting that like on edge, yummy, cannot wait. That's interesting you say that because one of the things that Clancy says, which this breaks off from the whole idea that alcoholism is a disease mm. uh, centered in the body. Because what he says is that when you walk into the bar 
and you're about to order the drink that your brain already has the relief already experiences a sense of relief and I had that like I remember like I didn't have to have the drink down my throat to I just had to belly up to the bar and order it to feel the sense of relief okay so hold on a second so I have not heard this so our book says it's centered in our brain and you're saying that it that Clancy in one of his things was saying that it was in the it's in the body because of that no you're right it's in the brain but this the idea that alcoholism could be a disease means it's in the body right yes um but if we think about it in these terms no he was saying it's in the brain that the relief happens before you even physically have the drink Mm, yeah yeah and it's the thought, right? So it's the thought crossing right. mine that whiskey and milk right. would be fine on it, not on like having had a sandwich or two. Right. And so yeah. I, I've been noticing my mind and what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Like, you know, you've said that, you know, that it's like trains. I don't need to jump on all of them. And which is so helpful. I love that visual, you know, where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's. That's another train, you know, like I don't need to board that train, you know, there's no snacks on that train, you know, like <laughs> there's no cute guys reading books on that train, whatever the story is. But yeah, I'm, I'm always like, I'm, you know, down in San Diego and like, oh man, I've boarded this train and been on it for two hours. I didn't mean to get on it. No, I live in LA. What am I doing? <laughs> um, it's interesting because that those thoughts are for me. That's the hopeless state of mind, mm-hmm. where those that thought pattern of it's going to come out crappy. I never get what I want. Whatever the, mm-hmm. that that narrative is for me is a, a habitual hopeless state of mind. Right. If I'm not careful, I will continue to deepening that groove so that every reaction mm-hmm. I will be either God or the victim mm-hmm. in that narrative. And that will go ad infinitum forever deep into recovery. Yeah, and... that is the only drive to the grocery store. That is yes. it. Yeah. And so I had a friend that used to say to not subscribe. Like, I refuse to sub- subscribe to that story, you know, that narrative, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm choosing to not subscribe to your narrative, you know, um, which I find helpful when I'm aware of it, you know. Like, I really, I really truly believe, like, a diabetic monitors their sugar, me, an alcoholic in recovery, I need to monitor my thoughts and where what thoughts I'm choosing. I love that. I love that. And I have a friend who taught me, isn't that interesting? I'll catch myself going, well, you're not allowed to have that type of car. We, you know, I know you want that and the other people have it, but you're not allowed to have that. I go, isn't that interesting that that's what my brain is telling me so that it's not judgmental. I'm not condemning myself for it. I'm aware of it. I, I find it interesting that somewhere along the way this idea was planted 
maybe I'll look at, is there a way to plant a new idea? But for now, just, well, isn't that interesting that I got that train down to San Diego? <laughs> That's so gentle and so loving and it's not in denial. I love that. I love that. You know, I, I recently read too with um, uh, a sponsee and the part that there's two parts. One is uh, we couldn't see see the beauty of the forest because I was too preoccupied with one or two of the trees, mm. you know, where I don't see, I get so, I get so micro on things that I don't. I need to zoom out and actually see, wow, this is really beautiful versus like, this is the piece, you know, whatever that one thing is that I need right. to worry about, you know, which I also heard like worrying is praying for what I don't want. Um, I love that. I love that. Yeah. You gave me actually, you gave me, please help me replace this thought with something else. Well, it's a two part one. It's like, oh, oh, I'm not there yet. Uh, please help me replace this thought with something else is, is the one I remember you gave me, which I, I use. I'm envisioning myself on the train. I'm already on the train. And then I'm, <laughs> and then I'm forecasting like 10 stops ahead. And then that's when it's like, oh, I'm not there yet. Help me replace this thought with something better. Um, yeah. And that's a Lila R1 where she oh, did. Yeah, she was um, head of a company when she first got sober. And it was, she was talking about six and seven. And she was saying uh, she would catch herself and go, that is an old thought. That is an old thought. That is an old thought. Mm -hmm. But then she said, wait, I'm running this company. And I'm just walking around mumbling to myself, that is an old thought. That is an old thought. <laughs> she was like, I'm. I've got to get something else in there. And so she was like, that is an old thought. Please put a new thought in there. Oh, and oh I love me some Lila. Right? I'll never forget when I first applied this. I, I heard her say the tape. I heard her say that. And I thought, well, I can't wait to go apply it. And I may have had, I don't know, somewhere around three or four years of sobriety and listening to her cassette tape until it broke. And... I was in a situation where I was about to respond in a way that I'd always responded. And I said, please put a new thought in there. And a new thought came in, which was of a yellow dress in a clothing shop that I'd always wanted in high school. And I thought, okay, great. Well, that doesn't help my situation. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are you going to weird yellow dress I wanted to wear in high school on my head. I was like, okay. Um, and about 10 minutes later, wherever I was, a girl walked in in that dress. Oh, wow. And it was 10 years after I had wanted that dress, thought about that dress. I mean, it was just, and all it let me know was I'm on the right path. It was a, it was a sign that yes, that is the right way to be thinking about these things and to ask for a higher thought and let me come in and help you. And it may feel like your roof is, you know, falling apart and we've asked you to call the plumber, but trust me, the plumber is what you need. It's so good. It is so good. I love that you mentioned that you broke the cassette i'm like wait is that like breaking the internet <laughs> <laughs> oh 
exactly right that is the 90s version of breaking the internet <laughs> she broke the walls oh my god what's so Go. funny is i told her when i met her that she is the rock star to me <laughs> so she was literally breaking cassettes Oh, my God. I love that. You know, I remember her speaking. I always loved me some Lila R. And you're the one that had, had introduced me to all of her stuff. Is um, She always, and there's one talk, she talks about who's your dime, right? And because when she got sober, there were pay phones. And a, it was a dime. It wasn't even 25. It was a dime to make a phone call. So she would ask people like newcomers and she knew herself, like who was her dime? Like who was her call, you know? And I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. I'm like, it's so OG, you know, like who's your dime? <laughs> that is so OG. Now it sounds like you're, you're a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's your dime? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. How things you're like, wait, I thought we weren't supposed to be doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's really funny um so i also heard that they hang the think 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 sign upside down because our our thinking is upside down and it's like it's through the intervention of god uh my first sponsor always said that that they thought that god spoke spoke to them through the rooms and so that was the group of drunks good orderly direction. And so that was basically um, where the solution was versus, you know, the God of reason or the God of intellect, which was uh, what I tend to kind of lean on. Um, so, yeah, thinking a lot of thinking, a lot of uh, monitoring. I love this. Isn't that interesting? I'm going to in incorporate that when I remember it. Um, what else? Any other tools? Like, I remember, I remember making like pros and cons lists a lot when I got sober. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call New episode tomorrow. Send us an email bcysponsor at gmail.com.